children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted, and we are here to recap a very not good loss, very bad loss, actually. Uh, Bulls lose the 76ers 127 to 105. Before we get in this episode, be sure you're going to ontapsports.com for Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at Untap Sportsnet, following Goose at Bulls Scripted, and following me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. So give us a five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. We're going to keep this short, sweet, to the point. Bulls came out sloppy tonight. Uh, absolutely could not take care of the ball, could not get into their offensive sets whatsoever. It was actually kind of a hard one to watch. Goose, what did you see in this game as you stand in the store right now? Dedication by you, by the way. Um, I, I saw enough to leave my house and go to the grocery store because I didn't think we were going to be talking about basketball tonight. Um, I think Lowry Markinen's the only one that really showed up to play, and he hasn't played in a, about a month. So uh, I, I guess that would be the one positive to take away from tonight is Lowry Markinen's arm and shoulder look great. He can shoot three-pointers still, and hopefully that's uh, something that we can build on going forward at least. Yeah, I, I was just really, really surprised at – the flatness that they came out with and and not to mention just being flat, but coming out. And I mean, do you feel like there was like, they took a little bit of the night off in their minds when they heard that Simmons and Embiid were not playing? I think that probably has something to do with it, but we did hear Billy say that their practice was rather sloppy. You're implementing two guys back into the rotation that haven't played with the current group. Uh, And somehow we still saw Luke Cornett get rotational minutes tonight. That was fun. Yeah, a lot of people were not super thrilled about that um, from tweets that I saw. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know, but he seemed to be a, a fixture within Billy's rotation um, after Daniel Gafford got benched. But, I mean, uh, he only get, ends up getting eight minutes, but almost everybody plays besides Felacio and obviously Hutch tonight. Um, everybody gets some minutes, especially in garbage time. But um, Hutch did dress, so we're moving forward. Yeah, he, that, that that is true. He did dress. Um, <laughs> Dwight Howard tonight was like almost Dwight Howard of Orlando. I kind of felt like obviously not as dominant as he was back then. Stacy even touched on his time in Orlando, how badass that he was, helped leading a team to the finals. But 18 points, 12 boards for Dwight Howard tonight, two blocks. I mean, we just had no answer for him. And in the beginning of the game, we didn't have any answer for Bradley either. In his 27 minutes, Wait, he goes 14 and 5. Somebody named, not named Joel Embiid for the 76ers made Wendell look bad? A little bit, yeah. A, a little bit? You mean Luke Cornette plays basketball for your team and Wendell Carter Jr. is in foul trouble again? It was it was rough. It was rough to see. Wendell got teched up tonight. Wendell only had three personal fouls tonight. He actually goes three for eight from the field. Eight points, nine rebounds, two blocks for Wendell. Uh, he, he attempted a three. That didn't go in. He went over one from downtown. Um, there was a real big issue I had with Wendell and Lowry. I believe it was in the second quarter after uh, Seth Curry took a three pointer on a long rebound. They both looked at each other and let the ball just go for an offensive rebound, which then turned into a second chance bucket by Danny Green for three. It just looked sloppy. I mean, there's no other way. You could dissect a million different things about this game and how it looked sloppy, but legitimately there was just no hustle. None. No, I mean, in the 
steps forward, knowing what is at stake in this stretch run here. Uh, if the Bulls are going to make some moves, it's going to happen in the next two weeks. We have five games in seven days. Uh, the outcome of these games could very well dictate what they do at the trade deadline, whether that be try to improve or maybe sell off a veteran that they don't feel they need anymore if they don't scrape together a couple wins here. Yeah, they have to, especially if they want to make that that push for the playoffs. The second half schedule, like we talked about before heading into the All-Star break, is not easy. Um, and, you know, try not to overreact coming out into a game. But, I mean, I, I just kind of have that feeling in my gut where it's just like you come out flat against a 76ers team like this, and then you're going into this tough schedule. It's going to be a rough time to rebound from, from something like that. I, I really, truly believe that. I mean, you know, they, they play Miami next and we'll get into that preview, but they have to come out with energy. And one thing Stacy said during the broadcast that kind of caught my attention was, you know, Zach's going to have to learn when somebody else is hot and Lowry marketing goes seven for seven from downtown, eight field goals made for, for him tonight. Seven of them from downtown. Like I said, he goes eight for 11, four rebounds, 23 points offensively. He looked very good. His only basket that was not a three was a beautiful drive to the rim. Uh, and and that layup. was the first bucket of the night, correct? Uh, I believe it was. That was his first. Well, yeah. That, yes, no, it was not first. the first. Bu- yeah, it wasn't the first his bucket first. of the night, but that was his first bucket of the night. Um, you know, P. Will started off aggressive. He kind of faltered off. He only takes four shots in the game. He goes one for four. He only finishes with four points. Only player or only starter, I apologize. The only starter to finish plus in the plus minus. He wasn't plus. I'm sorry. He was just dead even at zero. Um, again, we spoke of Wendell Carter Jr.'s struggles. Kobe White, hot from downtown. I, I really thought when the Bulls caught fire there and went to, you know, had tied the game up for a minute in the second quarter that Kobe and Lowry were kind of starting to carry it. And I was just kind of waiting for Zach to hit that second gear. And that that really never happened tonight. He once again, got in trouble in traps and doubles. And it, it 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 shows in the turnover sheet. Four turnovers for Zach. The Bulls had 19 total turnovers tonight in general. And seven of those came in the first quarter. So, yes. Um, I mean, I think to your point, with a team like the Heat coming up, we have showed a good amount of fight this year, and I do expect the team to bounce back. You know, Billy seems to be able to get these guys in the right state of mind after getting their ass kicked. So hopefully we see some fight against the Heat. Uh, you know, you shouldn't come into that game with your expectations down. But the only thing the Bulls have really done good this year is beat teams that they're supposed to beat. And a 76ers team without their two best players was a team that we were supposed to beat. So hopefully we don't play down to our competition and we, we pull out a W against the Heat because otherwise we are we're talking lottery again. We're not talking playoffs and getting excited about that kind of development for this team. So we gotta we gotta get our shit together. What did you think about Dybul's play tonight? I, that guy was literally everywhere, everywhere. He had five steals tonight, Goose. He was just everywhere, breaking up passes, stealing the ball, coming over and helping on the double to help stop Zach Levine. I mean, it, that was that's the hustle that you look for, and there's so should be so many guys on this team that are hungry and that want to hustle like that. And tonight, just falling flat, watching him play, just, I guess it made me envious a little bit. Oh, no, especially since his three-point shot is finally starting to come around for him. That was his biggest knock. He's a, another late first-round pick that Boston traded away instead of keeping, which I'm sure is killing them right now at this point in time. 
Uh, they got Desmond Bain, who's having a good season for Memphis, too, that they traded away. So the Celtics have traded away a lot of good late firsts. And, no, Tybal, you know, playing the small four, uh, guarding Lowry, kind of gave Lowry some issues on the offensive end just because he has the athleticism and the advantage on that end. Um, although Lowry's drive was on Thibel. So that was encouraging to see on the offensive end from Lowry. But on the defensive end, now uh, the Bulls could definitely use a guy like Matisse on their team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, you know, just going up and down and looking at the box score and everything like that, uh, you know, Thad Young, he, he, he had a pretty good Thad game, you know, 14 points, eight boards, two assists, two blocks. But, I mean, he got bullied in the paint too, whether it was by Bradley or, or Howard and, you know, just being undersized there, it's not going to, you know, help um, defensively. They were missing rotations tonight. The bulls were, and just getting into some team stats here before we move into the preview bulls actually shot 14 for 29 from downtown. That's good enough. for 48%. You know, when you, when you see that you expect them to win. Um, so, but you, then you know, Lowry hit seven of those though. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, 39 for 83 on the night for the Bulls uh, compared to the Sixers, 53 to 103 shots. They took 20 more shots than the Bulls did, and they end up winning by 22 points. Um, You know, the Bulls get to the free throw line 16 times. They convert on 13 of them. They're out-rebounded 45 to 38, 13 offensive rebounds for the Sixers, only eight for the Bulls. 26 assists for the Bulls tonight to the Sixers, 25. Again, we already talked about turnovers. The points off turnovers was uh, was big, 24 for the Sixers compared to 10 for uh, the Bulls. Um, you know, points in the paint, 78 for Philadelphia. Hmm. 42 hmm. for the Bulls. Um, I wonder if that's on the perimeter defenders or the, the post defenders. I'm not sure. I, I, think, I think that we have to call a spade a spade here. Obviously – the inside presence tonight and the de- interior defense was not what it should have been. We have seen better efforts out of Wendell. We have, I mean, Lowry, not so much. Um, you know, he's not that great. I mean, he does his best, but he's not that great of a defender uh, in general. Um, no, yeah, you just, you just don't even expect it at this point. When he does something good, like the end of the fourth there where he had that block where, the, unfortunately, the 76ers got another offensive board, you know, when you see something like that, you get excited for Lowry because you don't expect it. But, yeah, I mean, this is a tough pill to swallow against a team that was extremely shorthanded. Uh, I mean, looking looking forward to the Heat, who, who have played a lot better since Jimmy Butler's been back and consistently in their rotation for them. The Heat aren't, aren't a team that I really want to see next, but we, we got to hope we can bounce back because our playoff future really depends on it. Right, and, you know, the Heat will be coming in um, on the 12th, which is tomorrow. So we have a back-to-back. Heat are coming in on the 12th against the Chicago Bulls. Um, the Heat are currently at 19 and 18. Bulls are 16 and 19. And before we get into this game, we have to bring you a ad read by our sponsor, Manscaped. COVID spring break is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Spring break time, you got to be fresh, you got to be clean, you got to be smelling good, you got to be trimmed up. So be sure to go to manscaped.com for all your manscaping needs. Using promo code on tap, you can get 20% off. Perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0, which is waterproof and cordless. You get your, you know, your ball deodorants, you get your ball toner, you get everything that you need to stay fresh. Spring break, make sure you're fresh. Yeah, I mean, make sure you're going to Manscaped. You, you definitely you can't got? be going to the beach in your, 
You, you can't be going to the beach in your speedo with your pubes popping, man. You got to keep that shit under control. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For, <laughs> for limited time, subscribers get two free gifts. They get a travel bag and the high, the patented high-performance reduced chafing manscaped boxers, which feel very, very good. I will say that. So, again, do yourself a favor. Always use the right tools for your manscaping needs. Manscaped.com using promo code ONTAP for 20% off and free shipping all right so again we are going to see bam and company jimmy butler should be in um obviously myers leonard is out we're not going to really get into that whole thing you know he has uh, been suspended by the team um but you know we we have a tough task you know the, the this heat team has caught stride since jimmy butler has come back um you know they have a, they have a pretty good team here on paper they're fast they're defend, they're physical um and they can shoot the rock so Bulls are going to have to give a hell of a lot more of an effort than they did tonight. And, um, you know, I just, I really hope Billy has them ready. You know, I like that Billy isn't afraid to call them out either, to be, to be honest with you, where you said, Hey man, they didn't play good in practice. We need to, you know, nip this shit in the, in the butt here. Um, you know, uh, what are you expecting tomorrow night? I am expecting a completely different team, mainly because of what you pointed out with Billy being the coach. He's not going to let these guys hang their heads. And unfortunately, we, we just play to the level of our competition. Tonight, we played to the competition of a, of a crappy team, and we never woke up while they played consistent throughout the game. And that's, that's what good teams do. When they're shorthanded, they still find ways to win. So the Bulls should come in with a different mindset and not, you know, have seven turnovers in the first quarter. Uh, we're getting pretty good behind, but at this time, it's, it's probably our biggest habit that we have to break. So... Let's look to get out to an early lead and hopefully hold on to it for most of the game. Right, right. Agreed. Well, I mean, that's all I got, man. I know you're at the store doing your thing. I appreciate you coming on. I know you had some shit going on and, you know, we had to knock this thing out. So hopefully we'll, you know, we'll be back tomorrow night. Hopefully we can talk about something that's a little bit better than this loss. Maybe get a dub or at least a competitive loss or something to give us uh, some sort of hope that this team is, this isn't going to be the second half of, of this team because, uh, I, I was expecting more tonight, Goose. I, I really was. I thought they'd come out a little bit, you know, more on fire, especially being healthy because, you know, you, you hear you get Lowry and Otto Porter Jr. back and Otto just didn't look engaged. I have a lot of tweets from people, you know, a lot of the people that listen to our show and interact with us daily um, about Bulls stuff or, you know, even the little group chats that I'm in about the Bulls. And, and you know, they just said he looked lackadaisical. And, and I'm not going to throw that up to him not wanting to be here yet. I'm not I'm not going to say that yet because I don't know. I don't know the guy personally. I have my opinions on him, and my opinions could be wrong. But uh, hopefully he just works himself back into game shape. And that's what I'm going to uh, – benefit of the doubt type thing. Chalk it up as that tonight for me for auto. So – um, yeah, I guess the one thing you touched on there that was positive is we were completely healthy for the first time this year. Hopefully that continues to be the case and we can take advantage of it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll be back tomorrow night. Be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at ontapsportsnet at Bulls on Tap. Following Goose at Bulls scripted me at Buzz on Tap. Five-star rating and review anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow night when the Chicago Bulls play the Miami Heats. And uh, before we do leave here, I do want to throw out a fun fact about, about this upcoming matchup, Goose, um, real quick, if I can. This game starts at 8 o'clock Central Time. So 8 o'clock Central Time tomorrow. Oh, Bulls oh, oh, okay. Heat. 
just want to throw that out All there. Right. So, you know, you, I know you'd be tuning in at seven and be like, where the fuck is the game at? So yeah, did, always, did, I always and, and let my guy know. changed my cable package. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> no shit. Right. So we'll be back again. We'll be back tomorrow night. We'll play the heat. Let's go boys.